This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just put your name on it. If you don't talk about it, be about it. I Review on iTunes, Joe. But it's obvious if y'all just listen, we, we never write this out. What's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Man, we got a great one for you guys. Gideon King stops about today. Gideon King um, of Gideon King and City Blog. You may know him. Gideon King is just a force. He's a guitarist, composer. He's a band leader. He he writes songs without focus of genre. Now, whether it be experimental or complex harmonies, rhythms, he like he's super big on the New York City circuit. He's a regular at Joe's Pub, um, and his band is just playing great. <laughs> so check them out. Their new single is called "Turn Off the Sky." It's out right now. And is um, going to be a part of the Splinters EP, the full ensemble pe- um, EP, which should be out um, the 15th of um, September. We have a great conversation in this podcast, and you just got to check it out. Um, so, before we get into this, I got I to... Gotta, um, I got sales. I got to talk about the podcast a little bit. You're home for everything related to Just Talk with Sam podcast. SamShowNation.com. Also, um, if you go to SamShowNation.com and click that YouTube link, you can check out the entire interview in its entirety um, in person. You can see us. You can you can hang out and you can watch the interview. But speaking of SamShowNation.com, you're home for everything related to Just Talk with Sam podcast. It's all right there. So please. Check us out. Um, Just Talk With Sam podcast can be found at samshownation.com. You're home for everything related to the podcast. And right there on the homepage, current promotions page, you can always see a donate button. Please give whatever makes you feel like a good person. Hey, we've been doing this for roughly 13 years. And every single solitary red cent goes right back into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. And we ask, if you want to contribute, give whatever makes you feel like a good person. And we'll put it right back into this podcast. So, with that said, um, 
Maybe you're a person who want a little bang for your buck. You want to show off your wares. You can always go to samshownation.com and go to the store link and you can get all your Just Talk With Sam swag right then and there. Whether that be t-shirts, hats, stickers, whatever you need to show the world how much you love the podcast is all right there. So go to samshownation.com, hit the store link, wear your merch, and um, support the podcast. And speaking of the podcast itself, you, yes, you can hit up the podcast and by going to samshownation.com, hitting that podcast link, you can um, check out all your favorite podcasts. Maybe you missed one, maybe you want to hear it again. It's right there on the homepage. You can check it out right there, but maybe you listen to podcasts a little bit differently, use little services. The Just Talk With Sam podcast is wherever podcasts can be found. Whether that be TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Audacity, um, um, Amazon. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting. Uh, I'm forgetting a lot of them. But wherever you put, wherever my searches are, uh, uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is one of them. Um, wherever podcasts can be found, just put in. Just talk with Sam. No GN talking. It's all right there. Check us out. But before we get started in this awesome interview, uh, we got a few um, got a few sponsors this week, and the first sponsor is the good folks at Omaha Steaks. Hey, look, I know the fourth's over, but if you're like me, you still like the grill, and they have extended their 50% off site-wide sale, and you can get all of your favorites up to 50% off. Um, and free shipping on all orders over $149. Whether that be whatever pack you need. Whether that be your summer bestsellers pack. The value freezer filler. Whatever you need. If you're getting on that grill. Omaha Steaks got your back. Whether it be burgers. Whether it be pork products. Whether it be um, uh, hot dogs. Beef. Pure beef hot dogs. Whether it be steaks. Obviously. Whatever you need. Omaha Steaks got your back. Be a backyard hero. Go to samshownation.com and get on that grill by going to omahasteaks.com. Fill it up freezer. Trust me. We only got a few more um, weeks of summer left, but get in the grill. Get your grilling on by going to Omaha Steaks via samshownation.com. But maybe you kicking it indoors. Our second sponsor wants to make sure that you don't miss a thing. And that's the good folks at Paramount Plus. Yeah, it is summertime, and we're in the midst of a writer strike. So the good folks at Paramount Plus want you to catch up on anything you missed. You can stream whatever you missed, whether it be big movies, stream movies like Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, Top Gun, Maverick, Scream Six with Paramount Plus with more on a daily basis. They're always updating. Uh, it's so much to stream. You can catch your shows, your movies. To the moment you can't stop watching, you can stream it all at Paramount Plus. They have plans starting at only $4.99 a month, and you can cancel anytime. The best way to do it is go to samshownation.com. You click that Paramount Plus, and you can get whatever plan that you need big movies, streaming shows, live sports. It's a mountain of entertainment. Go to samshownation.com, click the Paramount Plus link, and thank me later. Go ahead. It's a mountain of entertainment. And last and certainly not least, the good folks at Target. Hey, summer's here, and Target got your back. We want you to enjoy all the good things at Target. So, and, you know, 
it is what it is. Summer's here. You want to be outside? They got your back. If you're taking that vacation, you know they got luggage under a hundred bucks, just to make sure that vacation works. Or maybe you want to chill out by the pool. They got up to thirty percent off swimsuits for the family, and fifty percent off select outdoor f- furniture. Come on, man. Summer's here. And they want you to enjoy yourself. So please, um, whether you are having it delivered to your home, or you could go to your friendly neighborhood Target and pick it up yourself. Target got your back. But the best way to hit that is go to samtronation.com. Click the Target link. Shop as you normally would. Pick it up a little bit later. Or whatever um, pickup functions you want. If it's delivered to your house, picking it up from the store, however you choose. It's your summer, but it's your Target. So please go to samshownation.com. Click Target link. Shop as you normally would. So that's pretty much what I got for right now. Um, what I am going to do before we start this uh, podcast, I'm going to play the new single from the good, um, from Gideon King and City Blog. It's called Turn Off the Sky. And um, we'll be joined by this interview uh, with myself and Gideon King. See you in a few. Bark, take deep root in my soul Cause it's 2 a.m. in East New York And I'm cooking all alone We were reckless for the gods to see You spiked me to your bed Then you crafted red-eyed friendships With the prowlers in my head no, I won't turn off the sky or steal the ocean's blue And I'm barely what I am today Ain't that good enough for you? Now these handcuffs, they don't fit so good This red light lasts too long I 
And I'm barely what I am today That good enough for you No, I won't turn off the sky Still the oceans do And I'm barely what I am today Ain't that good enough for you I think I'm doing all right. What about you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, I am. Hey, if you're ready, I'm ready. We could just jump right into this. I'm always ready. Let's do it. All right. Well, Gideon, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And one of the things I would like to say, I don't know if you listen to my show or if you've seen it on YouTube, Every guest we have, we are slobberingly grateful for you guys just to be a part of our experience here. So we do the customary over-the-top intro. So if you don't mind, let's get it to going. Man, I love over-the-top customary intros. All right, well, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a guitarist, composer, band leader, CEO of Loeb King, founder of Roll Capital. He is a self-taught polymath who has studied at Northwestern University. Go Wildcats! But like a gangster on the run, he staggered homework to his precious one. You know the city's so nice, they had to name it twice. New York, New York, when he's not experimenting with complex harmonic rhythms and jazz, soul, pop fusion. He's building cabinets, studying criminal justice, poetry, or just jumping out into an occasional game of pickup basketball. People, please enjoy this podcast, preferably with a medium well burger with a side of French onion soup. Give me the game. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Listen, was that a staggering home to your precious one? Come on, that's a Steely Dan song, man. I love I that too. Was. I know it was. And I wanted to give a shout out, man, because I know that you have not only Steely Dan is one of your favorites. It is something that has encompassed you, and quite honestly, you have been compared to one of your favorites. So when you're, it's it's weird. It's almost like never meet your heroes type of thing. Or what? Well, you're you. You answer the question. Is it is it one of those type of things when you're compared to people you Man, don't look? Like? I mean, I think Steely Dan's one of the greatest things that ever happened to modern music. So if somebody wants to compare me to Steely Dan, then I'm um, I'm I'm be I'm beyond appreciative of it. Uh, because I just think they're the coolest. They wrote the coolest lyrics, the, 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 the grooviest grooves, the, the, the greatest harmonic content. Dude, I don't know. I'm like a broken record. You know, I go on radio shows and I even mention them when I play live sometimes. So like, they probably have like a restraining order out on me because they think like <laughs> I'm, a, I, they, they, they probably think I'm like obsessed with them, which is probably true, although they don't need a restraining order. Well, one thing I can say is, um, I, that's why in the over the top intro, I wanted to give that shout out because I know your love for Steely Dan and anyone with sights and sounds and ears and eyes know that 
not only do you appreciate such a man like that, you yourself have put that into maybe your mix of way of doing things. And I know we're going to talk a little bit about the single Turn Off the Sky, um, which is out now. But um, the Splinters EP is coming out uh, mid-September, correct? Yeah, so two tunes have been released thus far, uh, Splinters and then Turn Off the Sky. And then the other three songs are gradually being released over the next couple of months. But basically what you're saying is exactly right. So, yeah, it's the Splinters EP, but um, tell me a little bit about it. I know it's coming out soon. So if you can, I know the two tracks. I mean, you know, I guess I guess people always say this, right? Like, who's going to say this is the worst shit we've ever done, right? Nobody, <laughs> like, like nobody says that. I don't think, but I really believe that that um, this is the best shit we've ever done. Um, in the sense that um, I think it's mixed and mastered the right way. I think it's truly eclectic. I think it's lyrically interesting it reflects a collaborative effort a really a really beautifully spirited collaborative effort amongst the band members and um i mean the tune splinters i'm really proud of it melds everything from my love of um to be honest you know pat metheny to 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 seal to earth wind and fire to jackson brown to steely dan and 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 um, yet it's not any of those things. It's what we did. And so uh, I'm super proud of it. The band is an amazing group of musical athletes. And um, and so Turn Off the Sky got a bunch of Spotify playlists, editorial playlists, which is cool um, because that means people are listening. Um, and so, uh, I mean, it's going pretty well. And uh, we're excited about it. And uh, all I hope is that the next few tunes are received as well as the first few tunes. And uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit. The song itself, Splinters, has been out for quite some time now. What made you feel like like this This is the time to release it? Um, granted, you performed it. It's been out, but... This you know what? There were, to me, there's just like it was... There was just a cohesion. There's like It's like when you do a set for a show. There's like a rhythm to a set. There's like an arc to it. Um, and every set that you play, not to sound too pretentious, but every set that you play is like a story that you're telling, you know? And, and, and I think this EP is structured in such a way that it's telling a story. The first tune, Splinters, is, um, again, reflects a lot of eclectic influences, um, for me, um, influences on me. Uh, the second one, Turn Off the Sky, is lyrically what I really love and features an amazing vocal by an amazing vocalist one of the, honestly no kidding one of the most soulful vocalists in the united states caleb holly um and um and then there's um a, a, there's actually a cover of a keen song which is a beautiful melancholy song called somewhere only we know and then there's a tune called sterling about an uber driver i met who um came here from jamaica and he was talking a lot and my headphones were on i was like man I was like, I wish this guy would just let me ride in the Uber and not talk so much. But then when I like listened and did him the courtesy of listening, he was a super cool guy with an amazing journey to this country. Uh, and I loved him. And we ended up parking the car and actually like talking for a while. And so I wrote a tune about him and his journey to the country. Um, and then, and then there's another tune called, um, Brutal to Be which is just like a, it's almost like a Sly and the Family Stone song, you know? And so there's an arc 
to a show, there's an arc to a CD, there's an arc to an EP, and Splinter's coming first, just being sort of an all-encompassing, more musically global kind of expression, just felt like the right tune to do first. And listen, you know what? We got tons of tunes that uh, that we haven't released. The thing about releasing music is it's scary because it's like you work so hard on it, then you release it, yeah, it gets some attention, some streams, and then that's it sometimes, you know? And it's just really, it's hard. But at a certain point, you just realize, like, make the music, release the music. Make the music, release the music. And don't sit around being so precious about every moment that you don't do shit ever. Um, so uh, in the spirit of not doing shit ever or doing shit, we decided to just release these things, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's one of my questions I want to ask. Instead of quote, sitting on it, and you, you adopted, like, singles, EPs. Uh, why that method instead of the traditional album? Just We have two full traditional albums out. We have City Blog and we have Upscale Madhouse. And you know what? Honestly, I would love to say it's some big creative thing, but here's the truth. When you release songs in today's music ecosystem, one by one, as opposed to a full album, you just have more shots on goal um, commercially. You know, it's like pick up basketball. You just want as many, well, pro basketball too. You just want as many open shots, good looks as you can get. And so the best way to, bet, to get the most good looks is to release them one by one, to have each, each release be a thing unto itself with promotion, the chance for Spotify playlists, as opposed to like hitting you with all eight, nine, 10, 11 songs. And if the net impression is not positive, then the whole thing gets dismissed. Whereas each singular release is, a, is a, is like sort of like, there it is. There's your open three point jumper from the baseline. Like, and like you get another one and then you get another one. So I, I, you know, I would rather have it be that way than, um, than the other way. And you know, people like, Releasing like full albums, man, it's not even done that much anymore. I, by the way, dude, I think it's super sad. Okay. I think it's really sad that we've gotten away from this holistic thematic expression with an arc and a beginning, a middle and an end, you know, but that, that is what that it's funny because I was just watching this documentary on Netflix with my wife, uh, 1971, the year that changed everything. And, um, it's just funny, the Rolling Stones, 1971, releasing Exile on Main Street or whatever that album was. And I was looking, I was thinking like, wow, that's how it was done back then. Just album after album. Right. Different world, man. Just it's a, a different story. World. And that's, that's why I asked that question, because it is a story. Like, um, um, not to get too deep in, like, when I listen to your albums, actually, one of the questions on my notepads was, is Sterling a real person? Because you guys get into lyrics and you guys are telling a story and it, and it, and it feels, it feels like it's encompassing you. Um, not to get too deep on it, it's like a Herman Melville book next, next to melodies of jazz and soul pop. Well, that's the first of all, that's really weird that you say that about Herman Melville. Uh, Herman Melville is my favorite writer ever. I don't know. Did you know that? No, you didn't even know it, did you? Because he's my favorite author ever. Um, so oh. you and and you're right. And you're right. Actually, my big thing about music today is 
musicians and artists are too focused on the self. And everything is, well, I loved her and then she didn't love me back and then I loved her again and I'm in love with your body and you're in love with my body. Um, but like, you know, the greats, the true greats, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Steely Dan, the the Eagles, man, Jimi Hendrix. I, I mean, like, let's not name 5,000 people. They told stories. They were observing the world around them, right? Um, and it's like, Actually, if you listen to some of Tupac's lyrics, they're super about, there's an otherness to them, telling stories. And and I'm bummed out and sad that modern music has gotten so narcissistic and is always about the self. There's another song about me and my breakup. But you know what? There is a whole world of stories out there away from you that are very interesting. So I love to set these abstractions and these stories and put this otherness in front of people with lyrics because I just personally find it more interesting. It's like if you and I go out for dinner and all the fuck you do is talk about yourself, literally. It is like, it's like, okay, it's like, this is the last dinner we have because it's, it's just, there has to be something to talk about other than like my give feelings. Take. Right. It, other than my feelings and your feelings, like, there's politics, there's, there's sports, there's a book, there's, I don't even know what, like, who, who even knows there's the show, the bear on Netflix. Like, I don't even know what to say, but it's like enough with how I feel and how you feel. So like, I, that's a big part of my music is I want, I want there to be an otherness to it. So when you go to sleep at night and you listen to it, it stokes your imagination and you can bring your own narrative to it. And yes, dear Sterling was a real person. Yeah, no, that was one of my, like I said, it was one of my questions because um, when I, when I hear your stuff, and quite honestly, let's just jump into it. When you talk about the give and take and the, everyone around, let's talk about the band itself. City Blog, for starters, like, um, why is it called City Blog? Cause when I hear that, it just sounds like, um, hey, this happened at this place. And it just, it's just stuff we read all the time. It's, I mean, a blog is an ever changing thing, right? A blog is an ongoing dialogue. And so that's what music is to me, you know? This, this song has, you know, those chord changes and another song is, right? And so it's an ever-changing thing. And so Getting King and City Blog is about uh, getting together amazing musical athletes and having an ongoing dialogue that just lasts till we die. Um, and and uh, that's the reason I put the word blog into the name of the band. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny. I, I've had music managers approach me and say, I hate that name. You ought to get rid of it and so on. And I'm like, ah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, and, and then other people who love it. Um, but I don't know that it's something to love or not to love. It just is what it is. It's an ever moving, ever changing dialogue expressed through the medium of music. And, um, the band is, dude, the band are incredible musicians. I, I personally, yeah. I like to take jazz musicians and have them play soul, funk, pop, crossover music. That to me is like this incredibly amazing blend of skill and it oozes out of, of bands. Oh man, here we go again. Like Steely Dan, of course. It's, it's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's so, and or like, you know, um, you hear Wayne, some of Wayne Shorter's fusion stuff. And you just hear this guy playing fusion stuff. And then you're like, damn, he's also so harmonically informed by jazz and so on. And so I like that richness. So my band, you know, there are bands where the lead person 
is is driving the bus and owns the bus and decides what route to take, that's not my band. I do write most of the music and most of the lyrics, not all. Um, but I like other people to take the reins and, and drive the bus sometimes. And the only way to do that is to get absolutely monstrously accomplished jazz musicians and classical musicians. And that's what really comprises most of my band. And I love it. I love that mix. I've been inspired by that mix of pop, rock, funk, played by jazz musicians since I was eight. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about your band because, okay, as we just break them down, no one's a slouch. They're all accomplished on the on, in their own right. Um, but does it help to, that each member of the band kind of sort of has their own following? It and- does. You know, it's, I mean, it's logistically, it's sometimes tough because they have their own following. They have their shit going on. So you have to compete against that sometimes. Um, but man, when you have people who are confident with good ideas, I mean, you know, I'll take it. I'll take people who say, no, Gideon, you know, that's not like what you're playing is not very hip. How about this? How about we do a break here? How about the brand band breaks down here? How about we? And, and so you just, if you're, if you're confident enough to receive criticism, uh, and give criticism in a peaceful way, um, and you can assemble a group of five, ten people who will do that and adopt that attitude with you, way beyond the music, you have something very special creatively. And, and I, I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in not waking up, <clears throat> waiting to get my feelings hurt. What I want is to get the right answer. And and the way to get the right answer is to be around people who are either as good as you are or better. And to be honest, technically, most of my band members are really, frankly, better technical musicians than I am. Now, I have heard that in the past. I've heard you say that where you, quote, treasure inferiority. To yeah. The point where you do feel like everyone in the band is better than you. And are those major changes? Granted, no ego on you. But what are those major changes or challenges when you do have like, hey, we should change this or we should change that? Uh, what enables a collective of your stature to work so well? Is it just... You know what? It's a great question. It's about the precepts and the, and the principles that you walk into the room with. You know, if, if you watch... Any great, I mean, just to take a great athletes, they expect, they all expect a lot from each other. Obviously, you, you watch the documentaries on Michael Jordan. I mean, that guy was like scary to work with, right? Like, cause he was so intense working so hard. And same with Kobe and same with, um, you know, Magic and all those guys. Um, same with Derek Cole on the Yankees. Same with Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal. I mean, pick it. And so I just, my feeling is that everyone should walk in to the room. Uh, with the utmost respect for everyone else, if you don't have that, then don't fucking work with those people. Okay. If you respect me, work with me, take my suggestions. Sometimes I'll take yours. Let's fight it out. Let's be willing to live with little chaos. Let's try your idea. Let's try my idea. Maybe if I like my idea and you like your idea, let's put it up to a vote. Let's see what the other people think and be willing to, to go with that vote and move on because nobody has the revealed word. Okay. Nobody has a monopoly on the best idea. And so, uh, I really think it's about walking into a situation 
and creating the ambiance or, or the, the, the environment for that type of collaboration where we really, really, really do actually collaborate with a capital C. If you say to me, Gideon, man, like you're playing, you know, you're playing this, but I think this would be hipper, you know, right? Like, like, I have to recognize that you've had your success and there's a reason that you're saying that. Yes, it is my band. I suppose I have the right to say, no, 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 no. We're doing it this way. And every once in a while, I, maybe I do. But dude, most of the time, no. Most of the time, like what people are saying has a lot of merit and we alter the course. And then you come out with a great, the product, the product speaks for itself. It sounds good because it's the product of all these people who are, who feel valued and should be valued. Now, this sounds like a bunch of like motivational speak bullshit that someone's no. going to say, that someone's going to say it like a university graduation. But I swear to you, hand to God, whatever the expression is, that really is how we work. And then afterwards, and then afterwards, we go out for lunch. Uh, we text each other. I play tennis with my piano player. Uh, and um, I text one of my singers at two in the morning. And he's up, we're talking about jazz at two in the morning. Um, and we talk about sports and we talk about art and we joke around. Um, and so we've got, you've got to move beyond the preciousness of your ideas because they're not that good and they're not that precious. And I learned that in the business world. Um, and that's, I, I, I live and die by that. Now, I believe you. And granted, this ain't some TED talk that we're just sitting here shooting shit on. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really believe that because one of the things it's, it's shown through the work because you have a lot of duets on this project. Oh, hell yeah. So there's that level of harmonizing, compromising, knowing your partner. Is that just a byproduct of that or is it just? Something? It is. It's a byproduct of the, the nature of, of the, the intrinsic, um, DNA in the band of collaboration. And it's also, dude, I love duets. Everything from like guitar singing duets, Ella Fitzgerald and, and Joe Pass to, 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 to Cheryl Crow and, and Kid Rock to Barbara Streisand and, and Andy Gibb to, um, you know, dude, I mean, we could go on forever. So I love writing duets. And you know what? Men and women have been falling in and out of love for a long freaking time. And relationships are complex and, um, and interesting and insane, uh, and, and rich with the madness of life. And so duets, man, woman duet, that's one of the most archetypical, beautiful, traditional concepts to me that exists on earth. So anytime I can write a duet, um, I write it. And if you get two people that are into it and there's always that one moment in the duet where they, they swell up together and the blend of the two voices works. And it's like a, it's like the, 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 the finale in, in the fireworks show in Central Park on New Year's. And it's like, there it is, you know, like, like mission accomplished. That's like the, it's like, you know, that's the dunk from the foul line. So like, um, I love duets. I'm like an old, like romantic for duets. So, uh, it's a matter, it, you're right. It's a reflection of the collaboration. It's also just a reflection of, of the, the intrinsic humanity of a duet, duet, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, uh, trust me, I know what you're saying. I rock the ring, man. And so, yeah, right. I, I understand right. when you talk right. about right. that, that harmonizing. Right. And sometimes it don't work out right. Sometimes it do work no. out right. Yeah. The yeah, journey is finding the way where we can work it throughout our differences. 
Yeah. So, and the thing is about coups, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, Bertie Taupin and El- El- Elton John, you know, you know, um, Michael Jackson and what's his name? The guy who wrote the songs, Rod, what's his name? Uh, with, 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 uh, Michael Jackson, Scotty Pippen, M- Michael Jordan, um, y- you know, Reggie Jackson, Billy Martin fighting back in the day for the Yankees. And it's like the, the duality, the tension and the coexistence of, of twos that is always so crazy and human. And so, man, the more the merrier, you know? Oh, I was waiting on a Knicks reference. I mean, like you, dude. You don't even get me heart. started. I've been in, I've been a Knicks fan since I was eight. That's sorry team, to hear they, that. They, 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 I know they make me cry every year. I watch every game, and it's just like so. F- I'm. That's another podcast. Let's not even. I'm okay, gonna, that's fair. Look, you I don't got want things. Business. You don't want things business. to fall apart. You don't. Want, you don't want me to start crying. It's not. It's. It's not fair to you. Look, I was waiting on like when you talk about getting it together. We're talking about, um, and granted, I am a Pistons fan, so Eastern Conference, I know my thing or two about thinking too, but I was waiting on the Ewan Starks uh, relationship where it was good. So it was well, great. Man, yeah, it was. It was great, but I always knew in my heart that was not a championship duo. That just, it just wasn't there. What They weren't, they were great players. And of course, the dunk, the left-handed dunk over Michael in the Bulls game. How can you not love that with John Starks? But they never had the championship. Uh, they never had the championship vibe to me the way, well, obviously the Pistons, you know, listen, look at the Pistons. Lambeer right, and hey, Isaiah. Let's, let's, let's slow down. You know? I mean, like, yeah. we got three, but uh, we, we are in the weeds this year. We that, are. Was back when, that was back when basketball was physical. Oh, yeah. Dude, those guys were killing each other. Uh, yeah, we had the bad boys, and yeah, we did do some stuff that was um not exactly what I would like to call illegal. Yeah, well, dude, we had we had Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley. We were killing people too. It was the same. But thing. that was the cool thing about Anthony Mason and Charles Oakley. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of. Well, I'm sure you heard about the fight, the practice fight that last. Oh, of course. Of but course, they man. weren't trying to kill each other. That's who you wanted on the team. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. It was great. They were great. But, I mean, I, I, this is a ham-fisted way to just jump into my next question. But, like, um, does this collaboration, um, does that make it okay to not necessarily focus on a specific genre? Or is it is Yeah, it what, I, what like- I want, what I want, well... First of all, I interrupted you. Did you finish your question? No, that was it. It was just like... So you have to be careful. You don't want it to be... You don't want your music to be one big unmade bed. Um, You don't want it to be so stylistically diverse, so stylistically diverse that it isn't shit and that it doesn't say anything. So the, 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 the fence that you're straddling always is how do you put... How do you keep it diverse and musically interesting, but still have your identifiable signature on the music? And I think three out of four, we achieve that. And then every once in a while, what we write or produce is like meandering and doesn't make any sense. I've definitely gotten better. 
Um, over a long time ago, my tunes meandered around a lot more. And I was like, cool, I'm referencing this, John Coltrane and that chord. And then I would listen, I listen back now. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes there's just too many ingredients in the recipe. And, um, and so it's a matter of maturity to, to, to leave some things out and, and, and have some more focus. I, I forget who it was in fashion. It was like Coco Chanel or, some big designer said, put everything you own on and then take it all off and leave one thing on. And Tim Gunn, I know that because I do yeah. that. That's, yeah. that's the only thing I do. I'm not the yeah. most fashionable person, but that's the only thing I do. Right. And so, and so there is that concept and we try to apply that concept to the music. But you know what? When we decide what the vibe is of a song, we stick to it. And we don't just say, well, you know, let's let, you know, it's like, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. You, you know, you make your fake and you go towards the basket. You don't dribble behind your back and spin around eight times. The best players don't do that, right? And the same thing here. It's like, we know what the goal is. We know what the vibe is. Let's not dribble too much. And, and let's, let's just, um, let's stay focused. Let's stray a little bit so it's cool and it's original and it reflects the diversity of musical capabilities. But we try to impose a lot of discipline. You know what? Honestly, it's a matter of discipline. It really is. It's a matter of saying, wait a minute, that is cool. It's just not cool for this song right here, right now. Um, and that's it. You just have to have the strength to leave it out. And it's hard because sometimes you just, you just love it so much, but it just doesn't work within the song. And it's like you're letting go of your little creative firstborn, but you have, you got to learn to do it. It's just, it's a matter of maturity. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and Gideon, I know we're um kind of up against it. I only got a few more questions. Um, and this is my own personal thing, doing homework and research. I just gotta ask this for my own self. What is your fascination with Roger Federer? I mean, you drop Dude. you drop him at least once in every interview I've ever seen. Just Dude, I'll tell you it there's five fascinations. A Rod swing, Michael Jordan's mental toughness. Roger Federer's sheer perfection, fluidity, and grace. And then probably just, I guess I would say Muhammad Ali's overall impact on a sport. And I, I reference Roger Federer because he's the ultimate expression of power and grace. Um, and it, it, it would be great to be able to express that in music. I mean, Roger Federer looks smooth out there, but he's hitting the holy shit out of the ball. Okay. And so to be that excellent, that fluid and that powerful is, um, it's amazing. It's John Coltrane like. It's, it's Stevie Ray Vaughn like. Um, and so I've just, I grew up watching Roger Federer when I got a little too old to play as much pickup basketball because of the injuries and my fingers and stuff. I took up tennis. And he, like Michael was my, my idol in, in, well, there were really other idols in basketball, plenty of other ones. But, um, once I gave up on the basketball because of injuries, um, I went to tennis and I had to have an idol. I had to have someone to, to emulate and watch in, in music. It's John Schofield on guitar. Um, you know, we have to have our heroes and Federer just epitomizes, um, getting it done, making it look easy, but working hard at the same time. I mean, he's just a badass, dude. He's just a, I don't know what, to, he's just a badass. 
Hey, don't sell yourself short. You're a bit of a badass yourself because you've been on. <laughs> not, the like, not like not like Roger and these guys, but but yeah, I mean, and there's some musical badasses out there. Um, I mean, there's a live performance of Prince where he's playing a, a weird a weird ass nylon string guitar and just singing some songs, and it's like, oh, he's a super organic, really talented. Forget his fame and all the craziness. But then that one concert he did where it's just, you should check it out on YouTube where he's just there with his nylon string. And you're like, damn, he is a, a, a really organic, smooth musician with great timing. It was a little Roger Federer like that performance, actually. It wasn't up to Roger, but it was close. I'm going to check that out because I'm it's a bit cool. of a it's cool. I, I'm a bit of a, I, I am a diehard Prince fan. I, um, I did not know this thing even existed. It, it is, oh, it's really it, cool. It's so, it's so interesting with a guy like Prince. You think you know everything, then you cut the corner, then you hear something new, or you find out something new like this. And the thing I liked about Prince is the thing I like about everybody from John Coltrane to, to Donald Fagan from Steely Dan to Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin to Seal to uh, name everybody, Federer. Um, he's smart. Prince was smart. Like, he was really a big advocate of knowing the basics, understanding music harmony, and, and getting your shit down, and, know, and, and, and being respectful of the, of, the, of the musicianship and the craft and the technical, the math behind music. And, and it was really cool watching Prince in some of those interviews talk about the importance of the basics. Um, and and I, I just was, I've always been inspired by these stars who are also really just smart people and who are curious about a lot of, you know, a lot of different things. You know, who's another one like that, uh, too, I can think of just is Bono from U2. Okay. Uh, and then another one is, um, remember Oscar Peterson, the piano player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, listen to him interviewed, speaks well, badass, knows music. It just, these people who are intelligent are, and great at their crowd, they're fascinating to me, you know? Yeah, but I'm sure. Um, you're like that for some people. I hope so. You have been on a uh, journey yourself, whether it been just growing up as a kid, musical family, uh, dive bar after dive bar, playing small clubs, and now you're in places like Joe's Pub. What advice would you give someone who is just now starting out? Oh, learn the basics and make music. If you call yourself a songwriter, uh, write songs. And publish them. Um, there's too many artists that say, I'm a songwriter, I'm this, I'm an actor, I'm that. But it's like, you're not, you're a songwriter, but five years has just gone by. And you keep calling yourself an artist. Like, that's cool and everything. And you may look cool and you may dress cool, but you don't have any songs out. And in today's day and age, you can write a song, get a small converter, a laptop, Pro Tools, and you can produce music. Um, it's not like fucking 1975 where you need guys cutting tape and doing all kinds of stuff. So get in there and, and, and produce something, be persistent and deliver. If, if a potential manager who takes an interest in you says, I need four songs by, you know, December 18th, stop everything you're doing and, uh, and, and do it. Um, if you're a cabinet maker, make cabinets. If you're a hat maker, make hats. If you're a podcaster, fucking do some episodes, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. so like that, that's, that's my attitude. There's just too much talk. And the problem is Instagram is such a, it's such a distraction. We always feel that we need to get our little two cents in to stay, um, kind of continuously relevant. Um, and hold on one second. Uh, I gotta get rid of that. Um, 
Hopefully you're back on. Can you no, see we're me? Good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, um, those distractions, don't let those distractions, you know, send your trail, your train off the tracks. You got to, if you're a songwriter, you got to write songs. Matt, this has been excellent. I know we did a little bit over time, but this is, this is so worth it. Um, I know we have an audio version of my podcast. Is it cool if we play a couple tracks? Just get everyone into, um, just you. Dude, whatever, whatever you do, uh, is cool with me. All right. So I, I got, I got to give you the time. This camera, that camera, your camera. Just take the moment, plug whatever you want to plug. Gideon King, City Block, whatever, whatever you want to do. The floor is yours. I mean, we would appreciate anyone who's listening to this podcast to go on Spotify and check out our catalog because uh, at the end of the day, um, we're writing songs and uh, we hope that people will enjoy them and identify with them in, in one way or the other. Um, we feel that if you are an actual band, that you should have a big catalog out there. So we do have a big catalog and if you go out there and listen to it, we're... Uh, you have you have our undying appreciation. Let me put it that way. That's all. That's all I can say and all I have to say. Well, Gideon, this has been awesome. I know me and you. We can get into it, and this will be an eighteen-hour podcast. I don't <laughs> want to do that to people. It would, man. You are welcome back anytime. I'm calling it right now. Off-season Pistons Knicks Eastern Conference Finals right now. Calling it right now. I feel good. Let's just do it right now. One of us has some dude, heartache. After dude, dude, you're a, you're a high energy, optimistic guy, and I love that. <laughs> but there's no fucking chance in holy hell <laughs> that with this coach and this offense, the Knicks are going anywhere. I said it. I'm sure I'll get canceled by someone somewhere. That's cool with me because we need we need a new offense. We need to play serious basketball with with people touching the ball and passing. You saw what Miami did with not that much talent. Damn. I mean, come on. <laughs> gym class heroes no they were eighth seed and jimmy butler cannot be contained don't 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 sell your team short like that you got a but nice jimmy, but jimmy butler but jimmy butler shares the ball he's looking to pass there's three four five touches on every offensive possession the knicks come down in the last five minutes it's isolation basketball and it's like cool you might win a few games but when things get when you get down to the business end of the season and you're in the playoffs that shit doesn't work Look at the people who win. They pass the ball and they move it around. I'm sorry. It's uh, maybe I'm an Obi Toppin stand right now, but <laughs> I, I'm just saying what we saw this season was not a mirage. No, I agree. And here's some positives. Jalen Brunson is the real thing. That that guy competes at the highest level, and he can compete when it matters. He's the real thing. The Knicks need a more serious offense if they want to be a serious basketball team and a contender. You heard it here on this podcast, literally right now. I'm All sorry right, to break. Well, I'm sorry to break. We're, we're, I'm we're, sorry to break. I know. We're, we're, we got to timestamp this because <laughs> we'll we'll see it. Because if it changed, I don't want people coming back to you. Remember what you said? No, 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 no. Remember when it was recorded? Yeah. Anyway. So, All right. Well, listen. I appreciate your interest. Hey, in I appreciate you too. Oh, we're running this back, and you're welcome back anytime, Gideon. All right, man. All right. Thanks. See you, buddy. This song is covered for your winter And I beg your pardon for all I put us through Swallow these notes, breathe in these chords Before that bitter 
That was a great interview, and the song that followed was Splinters, coming off the EP uh, Splinters, um, that should be out the 15th of September. It's called Splinters. Um, I hope you liked it. I want to thank Gideon King for just coming through, talking about music, talking about his career, and a little bit of basketball. I know we are diehard sports fans, and we just can't get enough of it. Oh. He's welcome back anytime. But if you want to hear enough about uh, sports and just great coverage on the WNBA, you got to check out my good friends at the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z. They live and die for that WNBA. So that's what they do. If you want just expert coverage along with some laughs, check out my buddies at the Act Accordingly podcast with Bash and Z, the great DJ Matey. And sometimes AJ, he pops by every so often. So, with that said, uh, we're just going to end this podcast. But before we do, we got to thank our good buddy, Gideon King, one more time for stopping by. Everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. And like always, if you have our YouTube channel, just talk with Sam, no G and talk him. Go to our YouTube channel and you can see these interviews live and in person is all right there. But everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Your home for everything revolving around just talk with Sam podcast. Just talking with Sam at Gmail uh, for all your questions, comments, concerns. Uh, just talking with Sam, no G and talking. Just talking with Sam, no G and talking on Facebook and Instagram to contact us and Sam Show 11 on Twitter. Before we get out of here, I want to. Um, I think I think I'm going to close with a song. We actually mentioned it while we were um, 
we were talking it is the um cover of keen somewhere only we know and they oh my god they did such a remarkable job with it so i think i'll close out this podcast with that and for you guys i will see you guys later peace out Some